Last time on the Lords of Grantham podcast, we watched The Crown Season 1, Episode 5, in which Queen Elizabeth was finally crowned. Prince Phil, he had some ideas about how to broadcast it, and some would say he mostly got his way. Meanwhile, Duke Windsor, he was caught in his feelings about watching someone else receive the crown. We'll follow up on some of that and more this week on the Lords of Grantham podcast. And we are back once again. Is yes, this, we are. Is this have we? What crown episode did we record in person? Season one, episode one. Yeah, I think that may have been the only one. <laughs> so this is what we're, this is episode six. So this is five on the on the remote. Yeah, we're we're deep into this experiment. Yes, it is a very convenient experiment. Yeah. So uh, I think there's a couple things updated on uh, since last time. Okay. Uh, we have we have over 500 followers on Instagram. Wow. Now, how much of that? What's the Downton versus Downton versus family and friends versus the Crown? I'd say Downton followers, like specifically the people who are of the Downton. Uh, that's what their Instagram profile is about. I would say that's about maybe I don't know 50 of them. But the rest of it, I'd say, or at most 50. The rest of them, I'd say it's organic. You know, I only well, follow I, I 40, mean, like 42 profiles, but I mean re- real people. People and like yeah, people so we know, they're down. People want to like, but as really know, they're like, like friends that don't listen to the podcast and friends. Follow us. I was 25 to 30 friends, okay. so I'd say about 400 so are actual people. <laughs> I don't know, some people actually listen to the podcast, but you know, that's just that's a lot, that's a lot of good results, I think. Yeah, well, congrats to us, yeah, Especially yeah man. considering we're, we're, we only follow 42 and we only post once a week, <laughs> pretty yeah. much. Um, Twitter is a lot different, I know. Uh, let me. <laughs> Let me, I don't even check these stats. Oh, really? 130 followers. This is quite the opposite. I follow, because I manage the Twitter, you manage the Instagram. Yeah. I follow 539 accounts and we have 130 followers. Jeez, that's rough. That's well, a rough look for us on Twitter. Mining. Maybe <laughs> I got to trim the trim the bots and whatnot. Maybe, maybe, man. Just got to go organic like I did, man. Uh and the other thing too, I, you know, there's good reason for people to not follow us too, <laughs> or even listen to this podcast. Uh, as our legal counsel Kevin informed us, uh, or informed me over the weekend, you know, we've been saying that there's the Crown season uh, through season four on Netflix. It's actually only one through three are on Netflix currently. <laughs> oh yeah, somebody uh, on Twitter actually reached out and said that like la- when we said it, and I thought that we would just address it, but I guess we totally forgot. So all the more reason, if you were tuning in and are on the fence, just tune out now. We're not worth it. You know, we just get these things wrong on their face. That's that's the new theme of this podcast is like, how, how much can this get wrong? Yeah. I mean, as far as I can tell, though, they filmed season four. They're, they're on the way to season five. They're like, they're, they're ahead. They're ahead of the curve. Mm-hmm. You know how Netflix always likes to film and things. And it is like, a dump when Netflix does it. So it's not like every right. week. Right, exactly. So, which must be sometime. really weird for the bingers to like listen to this podcast where it's episode by episode. If you burn through the whole show in one sitting, that's their problem. Yeah, you know, that's not. I didn't <laughs> say it's my problem. I just said, it's, oh, okay, it's a thing. Not worried about it. I'm yeah. not. Hey, neither am I. Yeah, Dave. Any updates on your end? Yeah, uh, a couple. So, first things first. I put this on our Twitter. Magfest is finally up uploading panels. 
So it took about a day or two to do every performance. They're doing two or three panels a day. So keep in mind, we there were five or six panel rooms going with a panel every hour or every 90 minutes. And mm -hmm. we were the second day at one o'clock in the morning. So it still might be a week or two until we're up, but we are... Which is wild. I mean, we had the small room. I'm looking at videos, you know, just skimming on my phone right now. These people had way larger rooms than us, and we packed the house. These people didn't pack any seats at all. You know, we, we I say we got to watch what we say, because if we get a panel next year, we might not get that kind of turnout. Yeah, I need to stop. We need to stop putting ourselves over here. So, yeah, keep your eyes on that. We'll, we'll surely share it as soon as it is available. Uh-huh. And I have one other piece of information, rather. What's that? So last week we said that we hadn't been receiving much feedback on mm -hmm. our crown run. So yeah. legitimately two hours ago, I got an email from a fan. Really? Uh, Crystal Cow, C-A-O, Chow. I don't know how this is pronounced. I apologize. Awesome. So I'll just read this email because this is, this is pretty uh, lengthy. Okay. And, uh, you know, I we, did not know about this. Eating, oh, I didn't tell you on purpose. This happened. I was uh, eating my dinner and I saw this. So, oh. hi, Corey and Dave. I've been a longtime listener to the podcast, and I wanted to say that I loved listening during the Downton Abbey seasons. You guys truly make me laugh out loud when describing characters, and I love the power ranking segment of the show. You guys have a great knack for making quips about the characters and thinking about. And that's how that paragraph ends. I've been making my way through the Crown episodes, and I heard you ask for feedback in the latest episode regarding the crown so i thought i would send this email your way speaking as a fan who wants the show to continue for a long time i think you guys made the wrong decision in choosing the crown thank you <laughs> <laughs> the crown is too serious of a show and it doesn't seem to fit your podcasting style in terms of tone obviously this is something you both have noticed and i think it really detracts from your ability to make jokes and keep the podcast funny since it is depicting real people and tries to be somewhat historically accurate. I like that, that this person put somewhat historically accurate. Uh, it doesn't have good discussion. Oh wait, it, it doesn't have funny characters or dramatic fires that make for good discussion content. There's also no suspense factor in the show since everyone knows that the queen and Prince Philip are alive and well today, no matter what happened to them when they were younger. Uh, the crown is also meant for people who truly are interested in the royal family, which you guys clearly lack. <laughs> Keep it real. I'm a Canadian who grew up learning about the royal family in school, so I love the crown. However, since you both lack interest in the royal family, the crown isn't engaging either of you, which negatively affects the quality of the podcast. Wow. To be honest, I feel that both of you chose the crown since it seems similar to Downton Abbey from the outset, two dramas centering around British aristocracy but I think there are some underlying differences that make the crown unsuitable for the podcast. All of that being said, I really enjoyed watching the crown when it first came out. And I will say that it gets funnier in season two, especially as Elizabeth gets more responsibilities and princess Margaret becomes a more important character. However, I found the newest season of the crown season three italicized extremely slow paced. And I don't think either of you would enjoy the newest season at all. So that's the bulk of that. And, uh, this person, Crystal, said, I also have some ideas for what we could do. So do you want to hear these ideas? And I will not read these. No, let's keep, we'll share it off. We'll, we'll do that offline. Okay. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. Let's keep the, let's keep the rest of the audience you know, on their toes for what we I don't think we're going to do any of these ideas. What? She sent 
four ideas, and I'll t- that's yeah. why so, to say them out loud is not a spoiler because we're not going to do these things. Why not? Do, do you want me to tell you what they are? Are we staying committed to the crown? Well, I think we should. St- we're not going to jump the crown right now. I think we're going to watch at least until the end of this cast is done. Yeah, another another season. End of season two. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. Okay, I'm just going to read this because it's not a big deal. Okay. Number one, rewatch Downton Abbey. <laughs> I kind of want to do that. Okay. I'm into that. Number two, The Witcher. Nah. Number uh, three, and uh, if if Crystal was a Patreon subscriber, they would know there's Harry Potter movies. Honestly, though, I mean, we could take them apart. (laughs) I, I mean... There's it's too much. I mean, if if we if our listenership is sustained from the Downton people, I know we get kind of the same number of plays, according to our stats, as we did right out the gate with Downton. So if if we sustained our listenership based on our name, if people are still here for us, I would do something that is deep, like a Harry Potter franchise or Star Wars. But obviously, okay. I would do Star Wars. But What's we're not big one? potheads. Uh, Cheer on Netflix. I thought you were going to gonna cheers. Like, oh, all 200 something episodes of the colony? Cheers. No, that, I would do cheers. <laughs> I, I've never watched. Okay, um, so th- then those are the four ideas. And then I apologize for the long email and sincerely hope I didn't offend either of you with my criticism. I love the show and will keep listening regardless. And no, I, I love hope it. my feedback was helpful. Best wishes. Christmas. No, I love the, I love the hate. I, I love it's it not, when they keep it real. It's not hate. It's, it's criticism. Feedback. It's, it's, yeah, it's fair criticism. Hopefully today's episode will be a little bit more lively. I will say that I, I, I took half the notes that I usually take with this episode of the crown. I had a little bit more fun watching this one. I mean, now that I know, know the show is like really kind of historically not like trying to keep it real. I'm not going to keep it real. <laughs> so let's just say crystal, you didn't offend us. We can take the smoke. We yeah. are, we want the smoke. Yeah. Bring the smoke. Also, I, I noticed, I noticed, you know, we usually get like two or three likes on Facebook. We got seven this week. That means a lot. You know, that, that makes me feel not so bad about, Instagram or tw- the Instagram versus Twitter because Facebook is like the one that is pr- the easiest to interact with and we don't get all that great of a response on Facebook. Then again, I don't know what there are the people using Facebook. Who knows? No one does. And and to to uh, to wrap this up about Crystal's message, we just read nearly this whole email on this podcast live, and uh-huh. I kept it from Corey because it would have been funny to to not tell him, and also. Give us feedback because we're Wait, what else are you not telling me? I feel like you're holding <laughs> well, something I did, else back. I didn't tell you about the tweet that said that there were only three seasons on Netflix, so maybe I am holding. I'm not telling you how much yeah. SoundCloud is charging us for hosting. Oh, jeez, thousand dollars <laughs> a month. I can't we need the Patreon that, man. back. <laughs> I gotta find a new apartment in New York. This rent is killing me, man. Well, well, let's get to it, man. Let's get it's, to it's it. It's season one, episode six of The Crown. Where we're in it. And finally, after episodes of not doing nothing, this is a all Margaret all day. Yeah. I mean, it starts out with the queen. She's at a racetrack being driven around with people cra- uh, clapping for her. Good for her. She's got the crown on her head and all the reason to, to applaud her. You know, That's she did it. it. It's who she is. She is the crown. Yeah. But you know who's feeling luckier? Margaret. <laughs> yeah, she's feeling real lucky. Because she found this man named Pete. 
Pete Townsend. Dave, now, every time you watch this, do you ever, I don't know, because you, you listen to a lot of music, but I keep thinking of Pete Townshend, the, the, the who guy. Well, that's, I think that's pronounced the same. I think it is the same spelling, too, Peter Townsend. I think it's a little different. I think there's one extra letter, but like I just keep thinking of that guy, and it's like, no, nah, it's not him. It's just some other guy. I mean, it might. It could, could be. Could be, eventually. And we also, um, uh, there was a kid at, at Stratford High, our rival high school, named Pete Townsend. That's right. That's right. So, <laughs> there's quite a few out there. It's not a. It must be a common name, but he goes I, by I, Peter. Yeah, I, yeah, that's true. He does. Um, I thought this episode. Well, it starts off a little scandalous there, or whatever, because like you know they're in the room together and um, they're they're just kind of like Peter feels her up. Is like he puts Margaret his hand. Is making the phone call. Yeah, and he puts his hand down there, and it's like Peter. Whoa, dude, this is a real live woman. Yeah, down here doesn't get like that. No, not at all. That's TVMA. And also, I will say that the, all the switchboard sequences in this episode, we don't need that stuff. <laughs> I mean, we got enough of that in Mad Men. Uh, you know, we got the, the bells ringing down Abbey. This is just like, I mean, it's a bit of humor where it shows the old man getting up to get the phone line. But, dude, any, to be honest, anything not involving the royalty, I don't have time for. Oh, geez. so This episode with the reporters? Terrible. It's just terrible. And especially like, knowing that this stuff uh, is rooted in, in dramatizing yeah. the history, I care even less. Yeah, there was never any scenario where a reporter was taking to his boss like, hey, I heard about the royalty. We got to run with this. And the guy was, and then he was objected to by his boss like, this is the royalty. We can't do this. Like, okay, maybe there's a bit of pushback saying like, it's the royalty. But like, if you watch Downton Abbey, Literally, the entire season two is about how they're going to take this scandal and run with it in the newspaper because they do that to royalty. That's mm-hmm. a thing to do to sell and papers. That was what? Like paper that, men. That's thirty years before. Yeah. This show. So longer than that. It's just like, are you telling me here like there was actually some newspaper where like, oh, we can't do that? No, that that did not happen. They were like, put that on the front page tomorrow. Also, it's it's <laughs> it's very lucky that this reporter saw this exact thing in this exact moment and knew to extrapolate the story from it mm-hmm. because this is a, he really hit the nail on the head. He figured it out. What picking lint off someone's like uh clothes. Yeah, but they wrote a whole story about it and it turned out to be true. I mean, you look at headlines today. What, what are things like based off of, you know, it's just like so-and-so has seen spotted going to Taco Bell and it's just like, what are they wearing? <laughs> that's just news, baby. Yeah, but that's um, like, the headline implicating I, them in a, as a couple. Yeah, and, and it's funny you see him as typewriter punching it up like, man, this is going to kill him. And it's oh, like, you only got one piece. Of- I got this. I'm yeah. winning the awards. You only got one piece of information. And it just the way it ties it into real history is just so frustrating because like, you, you see the, the head of the newspaper then go to uh, Tommy, and he's like, we're going to run this paper, the, this story into like, the front page. And Tommy's like, oh, no, I got to let him know about this. And it's like, no, what probably really happened in real life is they ran the thing, and then Tommy went to them and said, like, yo, you got to cut this out. It wasn't before the fact, and then it came out. I, I highly doubt that. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? And then, you know, yeah, and then I we get more Google of, like. Google would know. Wikipedia would, might know. I know. I looked I looked some of this up. It didn't happen. <laughs> oh, really? That's a shame. Well, what, what do you mean, oh, really? This did not happen. I'm There's trying, no way. I'm trying to give this show the benefit of the doubt as far as what it's doing with history. It's playing with history. Is rewriting no. history. 
No, no. We'll get more to later about how how it's rewriting history a little bit. But like, yeah, there was never any man on the street who wrote the article picking it up. Like, <laughs> I wrote this article here. I figured this whole thing out. <laughs> I picked lint off the other. Yeah, man. Yeah, you and Foggy London, you spotted that little thing where he, they picked lint off each other. <laughs> okay. Anyways, that's a that's a it's a brief subplot. It yeah, was worth addressing, it, but it's a, it's it's similar to the weather reporters from the fog episode, right? Exactly. Just BS. Something we don't need. The show is fifty-eight minute long episodes. Oh my god! I saw that and I was like, really? Like, and, and like they're only following one plot line this episode. So sorry, this is like proving um, Crystal right and that we just don't like the show. But it's just like seriously it, <laughs> to think to say I don't like the show is unfair because. I like the show. I just don't know if I like the show as the exercise of this podcast. Like you said, it was a history lesson last week. Mm-hmm. And if Crystal is feeling that and she's the one that reached out after listening for so long and not reaching out, imagine how our like hardcore fans are probably a little disappointed. But I guess that I, I we, we digress once again to say maybe, I, maybe this decision. But then also, Kevin did say he loved last week's episode. Yeah, but he's our legal counsel. We kind of pay him. He's a retainer. Yeah, you know? he is on retainer. <laughs> he's like, keep keep it going. They might get sued for that Netflix suit <laughs> might, might go through. Exactly. That, that's why he listens in. But there are episode, the moments in this episode that I liked, and we'll, and we'll get to that. Okay, yeah, so let's get to it. Where, we'll get where to should that. we start first? Should we start with the real story, or should we start at the lunch club? Let's go to the lunch club. Prince Will's hungry. He's <laughs> <laughs> drinking. He's, he's at a little speakeasy. and uh well, it's not really a speakeasy women. in London. No, they can no, legally but I, drink. Yeah, just at noon, and check out women's backs. Like he sees a, a, a the woman's like shoulders, and he's like, "Oh, mama." It is. It's like a, a boys' club. <laughs> it really is. And so, like, what are they learning about? They're learning about royalty overseas and how they don't respect uh, the British uh, royalty. And then you know when that's enough, they're like, "But check out these women over there." And they're like, "Oh, mama, <laughs> mama." <laughs> yeah, that's literally all of them. And then they that's, start, that's the whole plot. <laughs> yeah, they just start barking at the moon and drinking. And then it shows like a Wolf of Wall Street shot of Prince Philip and his buddy, his like best man friend, presumably like drunk driving back yep. to Nottingham or Buckingham Palace. And Queen Elizabeth is like, what were you doing? He's like, I was at the lunch club hanging out with my boys. Yeah. You know what I do there. She's like, you're there all the time. But it's like, if Prince Phil is there all the time getting sauced, we see him take a shirt off in this episode. Prince Phil's ripped, he's, man. The dude is young. He would, he would beat up Tom Branson. <laughs> yeah. So what he's doing, is he going to the gentleman club and then hitting the, hitting the gym club. afterwards? <laughs> Whatever, a, you know. A men's club. A men's lunch. A gentleman's lunch club is what they call it. Yeah. A okay. Yeah. So it is a gentleman's club, but with lunch. With, with lunch. Provided. It's a free, free chicken wing buffet. Yeah, there's actually a gym next door that to go to. It's, a, it's an Equinox, actually. Yeah, that, that's yeah. what it is. There's <laughs> a Chelsea um, Piers in London, right? Um, it did kind of answer our question too from down. Like, do the servants actually see these people completely in the in the buff when they're stripping them? And I'm I'm pretty sure Queen Elizabeth is changing back there, and whoever's helping her sees the whole whole ordeal. So <laughs> the whole royalty. <laughs> Yeah, which they did, again, with the revisionist history. We see Prince Phil take his shirt off in this episode, and he puts on his rope, doesn't take the pants off yet, and we know he doesn't wear those pants. I mean, that's kindness, but they also go to separate rooms, too. <laughs> that's, oh, well, he still doesn't wear pants when he goes to bed. Doesn't matter where or when. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I'm just saying, if you're going to go all the way, go all the way, Netflix. Just do it real. Yeah, just butts out. <laughs> just butts out every episode. Uh, King Tut's out, butts out. Um, so anyways, though, uh, Prince Margaret, she, she's seen being carried around in another room because she's partying because what does she come to ask uh, Elizabeth for? She wants to have a... She wants to make it known that she's mm-hmm. with Peter. Yep. And she wants approval. Right. She wants that endorsement of the queen. And it's a it's a difficult ask. You know, it's it's when you're royalty and your sister wants to get married, but she's married a, a divorcee. That ain't a good look. No, and I didn't realize that, uh, to fast forward a bit, the loophole that they find is that if if Princess Margaret does not marry Ta, uh, G, uh, Peter until after she's twenty five, she does not need the Queen's approval. Right, it doesn't reflect poorly so on the that, Queen. So that and they she's twenty three. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. What do you mean that's crazy? I mean, I guess I don't associate Vanessa Kirby with as being twenty three. You think she's older? You mean? I think she's older, and I th- it made the well, age gap age, between her and Peter seem a little bit more manageable. But knowing that she's twenty three, it's weird. Yeah, a little bit, a lot. Bit. When you're in love, you're in love. <laughs> yeah, when you, when you're so. young, yeah, you do dumb things. Um, yeah, I mean, you, but then you start thinking about like how young she was when he started romancing her, like because it's been going on for years too. Yeah, and it's that same thing of you know. How old was Prince Phil when he was uh, romancing Queen Elizabeth? When we say teenage, how old are we talking? So, like, different times back then, different strokes. Yep. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> Quite literally. Uh, so, anyways, though. To, to um, go back to the dinner where where Margaret and Peter ask for the approval, mm-hmm. I think this is a really good scene. Because yeah. there's the tension in the room because obviously Queen Elizabeth knows a little bit about what's going on. Mm-hmm. And it's just very well handled. I think Vanessa Kirby is a very... I think all the actors in this show are very good at what they do, or for the most part. And yeah. these four in this scene are great. The only thing I, I didn't get was how Prince Phil acted like he barely knew Pete. When it's like you guys, but you're flyboys. You've been flying around all over. Yeah, and then when Philip says that he's like a dud, that's kind of not nice because no, he's been taking him flying, right? Like honestly, like if I had an Uber driver like him, I'd be like, he's a nice dude. He drives me around everywhere. This guy's great. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'd at least say like, yeah, same five stars. This guy. So like, I don't know why he's calling him a dud all of a sudden. Like, was there one day where Prince Phil wanted to go flying and Pete was like, I can't. I got plans today. (laughs) Yeah, and he's like, they may or may you. not be in, be involving your sister in law. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, anyways, though, uh, Prince Phil sees it on his face like this ain't this ain't gonna work, which is kind of ironic considering Prince Phil, you know, who an outsider who married Queen Elizabeth is his own controversial figure figure for marrying royalty. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of funny that he's the one to call it out. Um. But yeah, at first Queen Elizabeth says. Okay, if if you love him, let it happen. And then this is when the newspaper thing tumbles forward, and then Tommy Tommy LaSalle is like, no, 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 it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> He's not gonna let it happen. Nope, not on his watch. And uh, 
he he says like one thing that's really good is that um you know Queen Elizabeth's like is this, she's like this is gonna blow up, and he says to her very calmly, "Hearts mend," and the way he says it like makes you think like hearts mend, but you know when you talk about royalty and all that stuff, it's hard to get that trust back and stuff like that. I feel like he's implying there's like there's a greater thing here. Oh at yeah, risk. there's there there's the she's anointed by God to yeah. do this. So this you know. You're gonna have to make some enemies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is a god. Hurry up with her damn croissants. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to re- remember how this episode went, but uh, because it c- kind of really is just this one storyline, and they hatch this plan to keep them apart. Yeah. Well, I mean, what happens is Elizabeth tells uh, Margaret, "You can't marry for two years." And how does Margaret react? Like any of us does. She goes and rides a horse out into the countryside. Yeah, she just ride. She's going to ride till she can't no more. Which isn't that far, actually. She just kind of stops immediately, gets off the horse, and, and there's, there's uh, Peter. <laughs> Peter's right there like, hey, like, hey. I saw you riding. <laughs> Can I get on that horse? Um, yeah, and then they just cry, and then, you know, they're doing stupid romantic stuff that people do, you know? Yeah, and then, then the dr- things get more dramatic when they make the plan that they're going to do this tour and, and Queen Elizabeth is going to take Peter as a sign mm-hmm. to the public that she has faith in him as a human. Mm-hmm. And from there, they're going to have a little brief weekend of being together and then they're going to get separated. Right. But our boy Tommy interferes along yeah. with another dear friend, Bertie Pelham. Right, he's just sitting there. <laughs> to tell old old Peter, eh, 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 eh. not gonna happen. Yeah, you know, well, well, the, what happens before then, though? It, it, it's the the so they go on the the plane ride first, mm-hmm. and Elizabeth is still on on his side, but there's a bit of a heel turn from Elizabeth for for a, a slight second. Is that, it an actual so, heel, is it a heel turn from her or is it a baby face her, turn from Peter or a rising star moment? It's a rising star moment from from Peter. So you would, a, you would say this is like when when Randy Orton in Evolution won the championship and Queen Elizabeth is given the opportunity to say good job or bad job and she puts her thumb down. down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, definitely along those lines because what happens is Elizabeth gets off the plane. Crowd loves her. They erupt and everything. And, you know, she's kissing babies, hugging people. But then Pete gets off the thing, and the crowd erupts. The women are wooing. They they, they like this man. Mm-hmm. Which I, watching this episode, was a little perplexed. So, like, this Pete guy, he's handsome enough. I looked him up in real life. I think, actually, the real Pete Townsend, much more handsome than the guy on the show here. Okay. But it's just like, why are all of a sudden all these women crazy for this guy? Like, it's like the thing you see with celebrities where... The guy's not that attractive, and then they date someone hot, and then like all of a sudden, all the other women become attracted to him for whatever the reason. I think you know, like I think it's more of what he represents. What like a regular person has a shot with royalty? Yeah, I don't know. It sounded like those women were like hot for him. Story. A little bit. I don't know. I see it more like that celebrity thing where like you see someone who's probably ugly. Like Pete Davidson, like dating like Ariana Grande and Kate Beckinsale, then all of a sudden all these other women are like, "Man, I kind of want to be with him." And it's like the dude's ugly, 
but they're elevated by dating someone else. And these because these women were wooing. You know, you can you can be like engaged, be like, yeah, I get it, or you can be like, they're like woo. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> it's just one big woo the, the in the crowd over there. Yeah, yeah. Remind me of like um, Lyle Lovett when he dated Julia Roberts. Like Lyle Lovett, one of the ugliest dudes ever, country singer. Okay. And people were like, "What is Julia Roberts doing with Lyle Lovett?" I remember my mom complained about this all the time with the kid, and that's why I was just saying here is like, because Princess Margaret, woo, and then this guy, eh. but when he's with her, woo, you know, it's just up. yeah, his stock instantly goes up. Um, by the way, he kind of plays into it. He leans into it, and he's just like waving back at the crowd, like, "Yeah, you know it. You know what, what's up going going on here." And when Elizabeth sees that on TV, she's like, "No one gets a whoo over me." You know, she she ain't happy Ooh. about that. You know, I, I, she definitely has a say there in being like, "They ain't getting their weekend together. There ain't going to be no weekend tryst." Do you think? She, do you think she actively wants to keep that from them? I didn't get that vibe. I no, I got the vibe that like she recognized like if they keep him in the public and everything, there's a chance he could like as Pete Townsend said, he he, he kind of alludes that like it's what the public wants, you know, you can't keep us apart. And I think the way Elizabeth sees it is like if he keeps playing his cards like this, if he leans too heavy into being like a face figure, it's going to be bad for me cuz they're going to reject me, you know keeping them together so that's why she has to keep them apart and that's what tommy tommy is the kind of guy that hammers that in like you're gonna have your your hiccups as far as popularity is concerned so like don't try to ride the same goodwill because it's gonna come and go right as we and know is not, she like, is still alive right exactly and, and this is not the the hill for her to die on you know no. um and also they're in africa again this episode <laughs> because Elizabeth is there with Margaret and, or Margaret is there and then she finds out like oh I can't see my boyfriend damn yeah. she said get my sister on the phone now yeah she she is and then furious. another 20 minute segment of wires and, and plugs and switchboard operators right and she informs her you failed to protect me I'll fail to do so in return you reap what you sow sister mic drop yeah <laughs> Enthusiastic response there, I Dave. mean, that, that, is, that is a moment. Because I like I, all the, o- the, the old men in the operating room are listening in, and they're like, yikes. <laughs> yeah. I, I got the feeling from this, this whole thing that Elizabeth didn't want this to happen like this. No. But she, her hands are tied. This is sort of like Philip with, the, with, his name, with her name and Philip bending the knee. She's mm-hmm. compromised a lot. Sure. And she has to make these decisions. And I think that a lot of these people around her are taking it personally, whereas it's this room full of uh, Tommy LaSalle and Birdie and all these people that are basically making these decisions for her. Mm-hmm. It's business. But you got to say, I mean, that's really the, the meat of the episode. But we do get to see with the public love of this sort of class clashing relationship. Mm-hmm. We see a, a little montage of the Churchills and the mm-hmm. Duke of Windsor, Uncle Dave. Yeah. yeah, he's happy in bed like, oh. He's like, finally. Everyone hates her like I hate them. Well, I think he's more seeing like people are accepting of my kind of relationship. The public is okay with mm-hmm. what I, what, you know, we're people too and we're allowed to fall in love. The power yeah. of love 
Now, this never happened, though. Like, the whole paper printing, the, the whole, like, we reject the Elizabeth and everything, that never happened. Of course, but that never happened. there were polls at the time that showed that the public did support Margaret. Yeah, I mean, so, what? It's, so it's, it's keeping 50s, in line with right? it. Yeah. So they're keeping in line with how the public felt. It just wasn't, it didn't go that way. Also, it was Churchill who maneuvered to send Townsend to Brussels, not uh, Tommy, as we see here. Why wouldn't you make that Churchill? Because the show doesn't, like Churchill's history already like a nefarious <laughs> enough character like he's not bel- he's not some savior as we found out in the fog episode he's an, a yeah. guy who screws up yeah I, I was actually thinking watching this episode with all due respect to john lithgow i was good with no churchill in this episode <laughs> yeah we did get a bit of the mom though the the mom of um of elizabeth and stuff like them getting her say and everything and i thought you know that mom the more they show her she looks awfully young and i looked it up in real life, she's only 13 years older than the actress who plays Elizabeth. Okay. <laughs> she got she got kids young. At age 13. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. But you know, circling back to what I said I like, uh, I did like about this episode, the scene where you get the, the squaring off between Peter and Tommy, I thought that's actually like the kind of stuff I want to see. Like mm-hmm. the stuff in closed rooms that you can't, you know, you, you have to only envision how it went down, but you know some conversations like that happened. And when you have, like, sharp writing like that, I like that that barbing and, like, you know, he, he's like, you, you don't believe in love or you don't think love's going to win. Love's always going to win. Like, not that those are the words, but, like, that kind of, like, emotion and, like, the charged writing really worked. And then this, the way they carried that over with Margaret and Elizabeth on the phone, which oh, that was, was that was masterful. Although I didn't, well, I mean, them racing to find where Elizabeth was, I thought it was going to be something more dramatic than her hanging out with cows. Like, like maybe Elizabeth was, like, deliberately not picking up the phone on her sister, but no, she was actually just tending to just cows. Doing, she was queening somewhere with cows. She was cow tipping. She was straight cow tipping. Knocking them down. Knocking them down, one by one. Um, I mean, we see a little bit more on uh, Prince Phil this episode, right? At, at, towards the end of with the, the clubs where he he's just like, I'm going to go with my boys again. And then he's like, woohoo, and hops in the car, and they, they literally have champagne bottles they're stuffing in the <laughs> trunk as they he's drive off. He's a frat party. Like, it's I'm actually a father. I have two kids. Let me go get drunk with the boys. Yet again, yeah. No sightings of the children this episode. Um, They're somewhere with yeah. the Crawley kids. Yeah, yeah, exactly in the closet somewhere. <laughs> I love to see if like Prince Phil and them. They're actually at, like some gym, just working out, and then they drink or something like that. Um, They're just dancing yeah. or something like that. <laughs> it's, it's something silly. It's a montage. Just give us a montage. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, Dave, what do you th- what do you think happens to that that newspaper man? Do you think he got a, a new job or a, a raise or which one? The 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 reporter, the, guy wrote, the, the, the reporter, editor. Yeah, I don't. I think I don't care. <laughs> I think he got hit by a bus. The reporter. Yeah. Um, I like that they try to stress that Peter doesn't have any animosity with the ex-wife. It just ended. Yeah, because she cheated on him. Right. And he's like, no, which he's is kinda, because he was cheating too. Yeah, which is kind of rotten though. It's just like, man, what a what a raw deal. If, if your wife were to cheat on you and you're like, I can't do this anymore, and then like you're forever the widower or divorcee. And it's like, she cheated on me. I didn't want her too. Before her? I don't know. I don't, okay. All right, well then well, maybe I mean, it is more Peter's her, fault. His, uh, his adultery was a lot more guarded because of but, who it was with. Also, I should understand too. Women also had to deal with men cheating on them, and then they had to deal with being divorcees too. So, don't cheat people. 
Just break it off. I mean, for the public image in this one, Peter does look like he got out of the divorce as the good guy. But in reality, he he was a bad boy himself, as uh-huh. we know. Yep. Dave, any quotes from this episode? Um, the death to the Imperials. Oh, that's what they put out in the uh, was Egypt. it Egypt? Yeah. And and the editor of the newspaper says, make sure it's peppery, make sure it pops. And that's what the guy does. I forget who says it, but why did you even dangle Scotland under my nose? I don't know. Isn't that, is that Margaret? I think that's Margaret because she she was like, why did you even bother with us meeting? Oh, with us getting married and everything because they were already celebrating. Um, Tommy tells uh, Peter, uh, packing quickly and unsentimentally should come naturally because yeah, it's war history. Yeah. Yeah. And I have, obviously, hearts mend and you reap what you sow. Yeah. Also, it's kind of odd to see Birdie from Downton Abbey just sitting here in this episode with no lines. It's just like, I know that guy. I know that actor. Yeah. They, would Say it be something. good if they brought in Laura Carmichael to be her, his wife in the show? If only. Just pop the crowd. If they if, if there was one guaranteed like Downton Easter egg in every episode of The Crown, I'd be watching this with a microscope. <laughs> I mean, we Maybe. technically should be already because we're professional podcasters podcasting right. about it. We watch this and take notes the entire time. Yes, indeed. Uh, well, was this a good episode, Dave? It was better than average, I'd say. I would say after the uh, the shock of finding out that all the fog stuff was fake when I said how much I liked that episode, <laughs> I did yeah. like uh, one plot. Granted, it didn't need to be a full 58 minutes. But I did I did like it. I, liked, uh, I obviously like that we're given more than just the marriage problems between Elizabeth and Philip. I like Tommy LaSalle wheeling and dealing. Mm-hmm. And I like Margaret a lot. I think this is a lot of showcase yeah. of Margaret. Margaret is kind of the Edith of this show. Yeah. I mean, if Edith looked much, much, if Edith like, looked like drop Sybil. dead gorgeous. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, you do get a sense of like who Margaret is. She's a little bit more steely. She, she's not going to bend as easily uh, as some other people. Um. Yeah, I I, I like her. I like yeah, her. Not much to complain about. Let's get to those rankings, huh? All right. On the bottom, my number three, is the queen. Okay. Queen Elizabeth. She she did her sister wrong, and the public uh-huh. is not on her side right now. Ain't that the truth? Yeah, as simple as that. Simple and clean. Yeah. Uh, I have royalty respect at number three. Oh. The, the the respect of the royalty is, is a little bit down this episode with them shutting down this this love affair. Okay. Pe- people just don't feel the same way about the royalty. I really struggled with three people for each uh, up and down. <laughs> well, who do you have at number two if you were really struggling? Well, I had a person. Uh, I, ha- I had uh, Margaret. Okay. She doesn't get her way. She doesn't get to marry the man. She's putting her place a little bit. Okay. I got, I got Peter at number two. Okay. Because Peter doesn't get the girl. You know, he gets talked down to by Tommy LaSalle. He gets put in his place. Mm hmm. So who's number one? Elizabeth. Wow. Okay. People people aren't going to look at her the same way after this, man. She shut down love. She said, no, nah, not going to happen under my watch. And uh, she had even had to hurt her sister in the process. Wow. Well, I have uh, Margaret at number one because she's, war is coming. Be ready. She <laughs> she is getting separated, and she's maybe she's perceiving these things wrong. But regardless, her sister did her dirty. Her man's off to Brussels. Yeah, and she's I mean she's left to herself. 
And just knowing from real life, how bad could this really get for Elizabeth? Third place bad. That's how bad okay. it could get for Elizabeth. Okay. All right. So who do you have going up? Who's your number three? Uh, the UK people. They That's have mine. A little bit more... That's mine too. Again? The second, this is what second we... week in a row, the public is my number three. Same here. You know, they they have a little bit more sway. Uh, you know, they're they're really popping. You know, for things going off, they get they get salacious uh, newspapers now. You know, I'm sure mm-hmm. this is the the precursor of the Daily Mail that they have out there in the Sun. So. Good ups, uh, big ups to the UK yeah, and, people. and it's always good to see a historical drama make the public out to be on the right side of things. Yeah, we were right all along. So I like that. I appreciated that. Yeah. So who's your number two? Number two, I got Peter. Peter <laughs> going up. He made. Yeah, he may not be winning over uh, getting, getting Margaret at the end of the day, but he's winning over a lot of women out there. He's got a lot he of them lot thirsty of for him. <laughs> yeah so i don't have much sympathy for peter because he's doing a-okay and his heart will mend his heart will mend hearts mend well at number two you know we're going we're going to the, the club with with <laughs> prince philip having the okay. having his boys time i guess so i mean the he's about to be in plot the that makes it out of this episode with somebody just like having a good time I mean, he seems like he's close to being in the doghouse still because they have that shot of Elizabeth kind of walking away, watching him drive off in her empty house. If only she had children to keep her company. You oh, know? Geez, yeah, if only. If, if only. only she didn't, like, patronize her husband all the time and make him bend <laughs> the knee. Yeah, the kids would be around more often. So who's your number uh, one? Tommy. Oh, me pa- too, baby. Power player Tommy LaSalle, man. Uh, he's making those money moves, even if Churchill's actually making them in real life. He, he's shutting down Peter uh, and Margaret. He's telling uh, Elizabeth what's uh, what's up. And uh, spoiler, I checked out his uh, his death date. Dude's gonna be around for a while. <laughs> Is he still alive now? He's like 150 years old. <laughs> yeah, he's Rasputin, dude. He's still trucking. He's the he's like the the bad guy in Wonder Woman. He just doesn't go away. Yeah, I don't remember, but yeah, 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 pretty much. He don't go anywhere. He's Father Time. Yeah. Good um, job, Tommy. Good week for Tommy. Yeah, here's the health. Um, that's it. That's this week of the Crown. I think we kind of had a a short episode overall, aside from us talking a lot there at the beginning. Yeah, but I mean, I mean that's what happens is, when you have a, this is a one track lane uh-huh. with one pit stop at the lunch club. <laughs> the rest of the episode is about one thing, and that's it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um. But I think in terms of having something to talk about that was a little bit more freewheeling, I think this episode provided that for us a little bit. Yeah, and so so you're 40-something minutes into this podcast, listeners. Yeah. Wait, was this one better? Well, when, I think when they're talking matters of the heart, I think that's our, our wheelhouse right there. You know, yeah, We, we yeah. know how to talk about that stuff. Not matters of the t- toxic smog <laughs> and the television cameras at the coronation ceremony. Right, exactly. And also, I know this is a this is an experiment we're in doing this remotely, but there's mm-hmm. there's some minor uh, just miscommunications that happen when you're not literally in the room with somebody. And any anyone that listens to any podcast that record like a hundred percent of their episodes or ninety nine percent remotely, and then like one percent in person, you notice that difference. So. This isn't the, maybe, we, maybe that's a problem. <laughs> we, we've been going through some stuff here, and it's good that we're able to do this. But we we we're not done recording in person, and maybe we'll have to knock some a bunch out in person. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll find some alleyways or some you know backwoods where we can record and stuff again. Either way, we're we're working on this. We're working on this for the listeners. We're not doing this just for the two of us because if we did, we probably would have been watching doing a podcast about Raw or NXT or something like that. We're doing this mm-hmm. for you guys and gals that are fans of the show and fans of what we do. So you heard it from Crystal. We're going to read your suggestions on the podcast. Whatever it is that you want, <laughs> we're going to do it. And it doesn't matter if we spoil it because, you know, we, we kept this so close to the chest and only for people to be like, oh, cool, that makes sense. We didn't surprise anybody with the crown. I can't wait for people to like start sending us like really secret stuff. They just start pouring their hearts out to us, and then we just start reading it on the on the podcast. They're like, "Wait, don't don't reveal that. That was only for us to talk about." It's like, sorry, sorry. we got the sorry, fan mail. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, Crystal's gonna be like, "Oh no, they hate me." <laughs> no, no, I, I love it. I, 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 the fact that anyone listens to this podcast and deals with this, I, I can't say enough about say thank you yeah we love our fans this is not a knock at all we're we're doing what we're doing for the people yeah we're the we're the peter and margaret right now we're we're beloved going through some drama we want the woos we we need the woos yeah dude if it ain't raining it's pouring for us so Uh, on that note (laughs) i man i got new no i didn't hear that over i thought i heard something else it's like that london rain that london fog the toxic smog. If it ain't fog, it's smog for us boys. And on that note, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Get our follow numbers up, you know. <laughs> and and it, as you found out from this podcast, Gmail, the real yeah. killer. The one and only. Send us um, your feedback. And, and Crystal, you know what? I'm going to do you a solid because you took up 20 minutes of this podcast. I'm going to shoot you the link to our Harry Potter 64 character elimination tournament that's for patreon only on the house for you crystal that's the fury road of our podcast there we're on the gw bridge cars are coming all over the place it's the wild time in the car but hey we're open for anything we don't have any giveaways coming up but you know what we'll throw you a patreon episode if you really get (laughs) us get get our gears going exactly yeah so with all that being said Keep the suggestions coming. Keep the feedback coming. Five stars, as Corey said, social media, all that fun stuff. And we're closing in on the funnier season, season two, apparently. Yeah. Four more of these, man. Yeah, let's go. All right, let's do it. Until we meet again.